And we're live. Hey. Yo, welcome back. Swapped uh, John out for me. Yep. As we do. <laughs> From time As to time, yeah. That's how it usually goes. Yep. How it goes, yeah. So yeah, no John so this time because of the early recording, but for those hanging around for the Metroid episode after this, John will be back for that. Right. Yeah, I was away. So, I was away for two weeks. Not two weeks. Yeah. How? Well, it feels like it. But how how has it been? What uh, what have you been doing in that time? I've, I've been busy, man. I did I did GDC. I did yep. PAX East. I did Boston. Yeah, I, I forgot about PAX East, actually. <laughs> I really? do GDC. Because okay. yeah. I did more PAX East than I did GDC. Right. Yeah. And it was actually funny because like GDC has like some like satellite events around it before the expo floor opens up. And my flight to go to Boston was um, kind of afternoon time Wednesday. And so I'm doing I do something like Monday night. I went to this uh, event called the mix that has a bunch of like indie games and stuff there. And that was a lot of fun. I went I had like a Nintendo appointment on Tuesday um, and they had a few uh, game demos in, in this like separate hotel area. Okay. And then I'm, yeah. and then I'm like, cool. I'm, okay. I'll go do some uh, expo floor on Tuesday as well. And then I, I I find out the expo doesn't open up. The expo floor doesn't open up until Wednesday, the day I'm flying out. And I was like, oh no! <laughs> I was <laughs> so I, I was hoping to have like a chill Wednesday morning just at home, and then eventually make my way over to the airport. But no, I had to go into the city and go to the expo and try and cram in the expo floor in like two hours. Oh man, <laughs> but it was fine. It worked out. So I got to, I got to go there still. Yeah. Still had fun either way. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 is a cool time. It's back to being the same size. It used to be just absolutely huge. I was bummed. Cool. I did get an invite to the GDC awards, but they take place Wednesday night. Um, right. So I was already in Boston. Um, so Hey, next year, I'll hopefully if I get an invite again. <clears throat> yeah. And then PAX was cool. First time I went to Boston. Um, the weather wasn't terrible. I was actually hoping it wouldn't be raining because in California here, we've had just the craziest amount of rain ever. Um, right. And it did rain when I was in Boston. In fact, it hailed at one point. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but PAX East is cool. I'll get more into like the specifics when, when we talk about what we're playing. I also took a day trip and went to Salem to yeah, okay. look at some witch stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and that was cool. Like every second store in the like downtown tourist area right off the train is like witch or Halloween or goofy magic themed. Yeah, I, I assume they probably leaned extremely hard into that sort of they thing. They do. Absolutely. Yeah. Like their nickname is Witch City. They, sure. they absolutely lean into it. I also hear that like Salem, Massachusetts, uh, around Halloween time, they go all out. Like it's definitely something to go check out. Um, that yeah that would be cool yeah it would be cool yeah absolutely for sure so um but it was still cool to do it like off season um there are still plenty of tourists there just for witch stuff you go look at some of like the old houses and cemeteries and whatnot and and then yeah you buy some kitschy witch stuff and whatnot i went to a um a horror movie themed wax museum oh okay yeah so they have um you know, like like Chucky's there, 
uh, an aliens there, a predators there, Dracula's there, just like a whole bunch. Wolfman, the mummies there, just a bunch, a bunch. bunch Vincent Price probably, like maybe I don't know who that is. Vincent Price. Oh, okay. Who's Vincent Price? Uh, he did a whole bunch of horror movies. I mean, his most popular stuff was probably House on Haunted Hill, the original. I mean, they um, did have some like directors, but most of the wax st- or and the wax sculptures or the like the figures were like horror monsters. Well, I mean, he was also in House of Wax. <laughs> like, he, he, I don't know. It seems like they, he's probably he was probably there. Little mustache, okay. almost looks like Dolly, but like less. Dolly. Maybe, maybe it didn't stick yeah. out to me because I didn't re- recognize it. But fair, um, yeah. Yeah, so that was cool too. Yeah, they definitely lean into the the spooky horror thing. Um, cool. There's even like a, a bewitched statue in like the main square, like of of uh, I forgot the actress's name, but her as the witch is there. So yeah, it was cool. Okay. Boston was cool. Um, trying to think of any like highlights from Boston. I did the like Freedom Trail, which is all the like Thomas Jefferson era, like important buildings. Mm-hmm. I got a, I got a really cheap and great bon me sandwich. Which okay, I was excited That's about good. yeah yeah. Uh, had some lobster just because I was in the, okay. the area for it. I was trying to think. I, I, was, like, I was like I was like I I'm not a huge lobster fan. Um, especially I'm not interested in the like I'm gonna break off the tail and use the 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 little clipper things to scoop it out. I don't want to do that at all. So I got some lobster ravioli. Okay. Uh, which is pretty cool. tasty. Yeah. Um what was I saying? Forgot what I said. But uh what else is going on there? Uh there's a hockey game going on. It was the Boston team versus Montreal's team. The Bruins so, against the Canadians or the Habs. Yep. Yeah. So I saw some people in Canadians uh, jerseys and I was like, oh, hey, and I like texted my dad. I'm like, is there a game between these two happening right now? Because I'm seeing a lot of jerseys. And he was like, yep. Makes sense. Yep. Um, but it was a good time. Their their public transportation is fantastic, especially compared to San Francisco's, which is the worst thing I've ever experienced. <laughs> sure. Almost, so. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah it's funny no. because like I feel like a lot of people say that about their city. But I will say as somebody who visited San Francisco and like used BART maybe twice, it was bad each time. It's <laughs> so it's like, awful and it doesn't go anywhere. And like Boston's yeah. goes everywhere. Like it is a spider right. web of like you could get at any point I wanted to go. It's like, oh, cool. I can take this and I can transfer once or twice. Done. BART is like, well, you can go left or right. Oh, you want to go up? You want to go to like <laughs> the, you know, Golden Gate Park? Nope. Nah. Yeah. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Yeah, and Boston's, like, right in the middle of all, like, you can get to New York if you want to, take a day trip down to Pennsylvania. Like, you can, their transit in that area is just fantastic in general to get from state to state even. Yeah. Oh, I remember, I was, um, I was trying to remember what was, like, the last time I had seen the Atlantic Ocean. Um, And it must have been, like, my New York trip back when I was, like, a teenager. So it's been a long time since I've been on the East Coast. Cool. But nice. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I've probably seen the Atlantic Ocean from the other side. Now that I think about it, when I was over in London or France. Anyway, yeah. how's how's your last couple of weeks been? Uh, They've just been 
so crazy busy. I like at any time I'm not. Well, oh, I was sick for one of the weeks that the week, the first week you were gone or whatever, like up Again? until Cause you had like just gotten over being sick. Well, so I was I got sick after the last podcast you were on. I had a cold for about five days. That was pretty bad. And then it kind of got better by the next time we did the podcast, me and John. Yeah. Uh, so that week was completely shot. And then this last week has been just crazy amounts of dumb stuff to do at work and then coming home and playing a game <laughs> every night. So which we'll talk about pretty soon. But yeah, it's been Oh, okay. hectic yeah. in a bad way not okay. a good way <laughs> sorry to hear that yeah, it is what it is i've been extra lucky because since my mom's been visiting she's just making great dinners every night for me oh that's so good yeah it's super great and she, yeah. and she keeps making like leftovers so the next day for lunch it's like oh sweet look at all this yeah yeah so. yeah that's really good <laughs> um okay hey this is the top down perspective for march 30th uh i'm sean booker i'm paul fleck and a couple bit of housekeeping at the top, like we mentioned, our Metroid Prime remastered episode of TDP Plus is going to be happening after this. So if you're part of those tiers, you can watch it live. Otherwise, uh, you can listen to the archive uh, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, April's TDP Plus has been decided, and that is going to be Pizza Tower. Kind of wasn't close even, right? I peeked in at the poll. My, my vote, my or not my vote, my um, submission of Romance Romance uh, it was it was in the running for a bit, but then close. near the second half of the week, it just, Pizza Tower just kind of took over. I get it. Pizza uh, Tower is a wild ride, so yeah. it makes sense. Uh, and there was a bit of a miscommunication on our part because I had put that poll up late because last week was fo- so crazy for me. Um, so those who submitted late and did not get their submissions in the poll for April, we will push those forward into May's poll. And you're welcome to submit a game for May as well. So you can have two in there if you want that might split the vote. I'm just saying like, you know, yeah, be, be where if you don't have a game for May and you just want to stick with your April one, you don't have to comment. We'll, we'll be switching it over automatically. Or if you don't want your April game to be switched over, just mention that when you submit your May game and we'll put just that one in there. But we want to make sure that those submissions do get counted for in a poll at some point so right yeah okay so you teased it but paul what have uh, you been playing uh resident evil 4 remake came out so i've been just going kind of hard in that I, I guess as hard as i can with also having to deal with real life stuff sure yeah uh, which is unfortunate um sometimes i i'm sure i've talked about re4 before and how like even though yes a lot of people really think it's beloved and stuff. It's kind of not one of my favorite games, the original. And then I kind of got more of an appreciation of that game with a VR and kind of the small changes they made to modernize the controls. Kind of the same thing here. Uh, The remake modernizes it even further, uh, throws, mixes things up in kind of a way that makes a little more sense in a more like down to earth setting on how this map works and stuff like that. And all that stuff is great. It plays better because, of course, it does. It's a game that came out this year and not like 15 years ago or whatever. Um, But I think at the core of everything, 
it is still just going into an area and shooting a million dudes and then moving on to the next one. So you kind of have to be bought into that, which most people definitely are. And I'm more bought into it here because the combat is more fluid. You can move around better. You have better aim, specifically because I'm using keyboard and mouse, and that's kind of my preferred way of doing it. You have like a parry system with your knives that to kind of offset how much more aggressive they are, the enemies are and stuff. Like everything about it are just smart decisions of releasing that game in 2023 for a new audience and old audiences alike. And I think it's very, very good. However, it's still I wouldn't say it blew my socks off in the way in like anything new that it does, because, of course, it doesn't. It's a remake. It's not a new game. Um, I had a good time with it for I've only done my first playthrough so far. So I got to go back and do professional mode at some time because that's unlocked now. Uh, I think the characters are better. I think that story is a little more fleshed out properly without just adding random shit in there. Arguably one of the problems I have with it, if any, is uh, they feel less. All of the characters feel like they have less bombastic, like silly, tropey character traits as the first one. And that's like... Kind of a minus for me, because I think one of the things I liked about that first one was that the banter and the dialogue and stuff was just so goofy and silly that it's kind of it's like a just fun action thing. And this is definitely much more grounded and more generic in a lot of the writing and stuff like that. So, yeah, take that as you will. I definitely think if you like the original game, you should probably check this one out, though. It's oh, for sure. Very well made. Yeah, very well do you, made. Do you feel like it replaces the original? No, there's definitely the original has kind of a charisma and feel all its own that it you could definitely go back to it and just be like, oh right, this is weird and janky in a way that's kind of like fun and that is completely different. Also, there's some parts that are missing from the original in the remake that I guess just wouldn't translate well or the make the pacing feel off so there's reasons to play the original for sure uh yeah yeah one of the things my friend who's also a big resident evil fan and he's and he's playing he's i think he's played through four remake twice already now um he mm-hmm. was saying he hopes this doesn't mean they will stop porting original four to new platforms sure what are your thoughts uh, on that do you think they would keep doing that or is this just going to be the the default now? I kind of think this is going to be the default just because they didn't keep porting the other games either. Like, they even stopped porting Resident Evil 1 a remake, and there's been talks that they're going to remake that again. So if anything, they might just remake 4 again before they port it over. But I don't know. That port is probably, like, solved now, where they could just put it on any system that comes in the future and sell it for free money because like it's all ready to go because that thing's on everything that's like the skyrim for horror games right um uh, yeah the steam the know. steam review came across my twitter um just kind of with a bunch of stuff they had cut i would i was hoping maybe you know if i if i kind of list some of them off you'll kind of give me why you think like it should be cut maybe they should have okay. shouldn't have okay um no ashley saying ugh you pervert 
Um, Ashley in this is definitely, well, okay, all of the characters are definitely less thirsty in general, so there's no reason why she would say that. Okay. Really. How about how about there's no animation of Ashley covering her skirt when you try to look up it and see her panties? Right. She doesn't wear a skirt. That's why she wears skorts. Okay. How about no being able to freely stare at Ashley's panties from the bottom of a high enough ladder? Uh, again, she's wearing skorts, so you can't. Oh, you okay. can't. Okay. All right. Uh, no getting an accidental Ashley upskirt dialogue when performing a suplex on an enemy. Uh, same reason. Okay. They just no, got rid of no quick half a second thing. slip of Ashley's panties during the cutscene where she and Leon leap through the church. Sure. Same reason. Yep. Okay. They uh, fix no, they fix a lot of this problem by just not having her in a skirt. Honestly. <laughs> uh, no aiming a knife or grenade towards the sky in certain areas to lower the camera at a low angle to catch a glimpse of Ashley's panties. Uh, I mean, if it was a skirt, you probably still could, but it's not, so you can't. That's true. Uh, no swift peek of Ashley's panties as she exits the dumpster that she was hiding inside of. Uh, she doesn't hide in a dumpster at all in this. The most that you can do is tell her to hide in a locker so that she doesn't get murdered by some absolutely terrible enemies you have to face at that point. No cheeky between legs shot of her panties when she falls flat on her butt when recoiling from the night statues attack. That seems pretty bad. Uh, um... I don't remember if she recoils at that part is fucked up in this game. It's really creepy. <laughs> I don't remember if she actually recoils in that part at all and falls on the ground. Um, that's about half of the complaints this person has, but they are all about the panties. I mean, that's fair. That's why that original exists. Yo, you can go buy that. <laughs> you can go play that if that's what you want. That exists. Ashley in this is a way better character, less annoying, uh, very helpful. Uh, yeah, she's cool. I, I kind of fucking hate Ashley in the original. She is super annoying and like the worst escort damsel in distress trope ever in video games. Uh, but she's pretty dope in this. So that's a good change. I felt. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Do you want, do you want them to do five? No, I kind of don't. I just want them to do like new stuff. <laughs> do you want, do you want nine? I want nine. Yeah. I, I think, just want nine. Do you think nine. they'll do five? So listen, the way this ends with kind of like a cliffhanger type thing and an after credit scene, That's they new, definitely right? could. Yes. Yeah. And they could tie it in better. So what you're saying is like if they, they could do five they, they, and then why not six? And then by the time they get to seven, it'll be old enough. You could remake it. Right, because seven I mean, is at this like point, if they if they at this yeah at this rate seven is probably like five years off before they would probably do a remake of that one at most maybe, and then at that I would point be you're looking at in, a decade old game. I would be interested in them taking a crack at like making five and six maybe tighter Good. packages. Okay, well. Five is okay. Both of them are okay because they're predicated around the idea that you're playing with a friend, which kind of makes everything better. Sure. Um, but like, I would be interested in seeing them do like tighter gameplay and story beats for like single player in those games or something. I think that could be interesting. But yeah, I also just hope they do new stuff because 
That's what I want. All right. I want I want you to make a prediction right now. And okay. May, maybe we'll remember it. Maybe someone in chat will remember it. Chat always remembers. Uh, they've announced Resident Evil 6 remake. We get okay. the first trailer. Is the logo on the box different? Yeah, it it absolutely is. Uh, okay. All so all of these logos are literally the same font and with the R and E in red and the rest in white. Like all oh, of these okay. new remake logos look the exact same to the point where it's kind of boring. So I it absolutely okay. looks just like okay. those. Yeah. Do you think they try and sneak in a reference to the old logo? Uh. Hmm. I, my heart wants to say yes, but realistically, no. Yeah, there's absolutely no way. <laughs> no. There's no way. I would love it, but yeah, no, no, no. All right. Well, I've asked all the important questions, so. Yeah, there's nothing else to talk about with Resident Evil 4. Um, yeah, that game is good, and people should check it out if you, you are. I mean, if you're so inclined at all, you probably have already, so I'm just preaching to the choir, but yeah, it's good. Uh, the other game quickly that I kind of teased a little bit last week because I was playing in the closed beta. I got that KFC order to get in. Oh, God. Early. Was that in Canada as well? <laughs> no. I. Okay. Listen. What? I, <laughs> I might have do? used a VPN to order KFC in Seattle. Did you just order, it? Did you order some, some, yeah, some like, um, some just random person? You just bestowed a no, double no, down no. on them? No, 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 no. This is much worse. I ordered it oh and then canceled the order after I got the code. Oh, man. I bet lots of people did that. And I'm surprised you could even yeah. do that. Did you still have to pay? Uh, no, because you order it for pickup. And then, like, oh, they don't charge you until you go there. Yeah. So is, there's just a cold double down somewhere? No, because I canceled the order, like, before they made it or whatever, right? Oh, okay. Because w- when you place the order or whatever it sends you an email the next couple minutes and then after i put that code through and installed the game i canceled the order they that shouldn't be able to work you should have to pay to get that code that's the whole point like because <laughs> hearing that that works like now i'm wondering if there's all these illegitimate people playing the the four beta early listen listen it's not going to work ever again because i'm sure many people did it <laughs> that's crazy but uh yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I teased a little bit of it last week. Um, I didn't really have any strong opinions yet. I played a bit more of it, and I definitely just think that melee in this game feels bad, and, which is kind of too bad. Um, and it's not even because the actual, like, you playing as a character that runs up and hits things is necessarily bad. It's that every major enemy in this game has something to either get away from you so that you are feel like you're always running after it or putting down like poison or toxic clouds and then standing in it so that you have to be just killing yourself to be able to stand there and do damage to it or a combination of both and that really really sucks uh, I started off with the barbarian which is kind of my favorite I like melee classes in Diablo games I like the paladin specifically that's not in here so barbarian is my second choice and barbarian feels like the way that class works is not great for the first 25 levels it feels like one of those classes that like is on par with the others at the end game because of just how functionally it works it's like barbarian is a master of arms so you are able to hold 
what is it four you have like four or five slots for weapons in your inventory and like you switch between them depending on what skills and setup you have so in the end game what that means is that you would have all of those extra slots for like legendary things that give you stats and stuff like that but in the beta what it means is that you have like just a few you have like plus five more numbers in each slot but it doesn't matter because a sorceress or a sorcerer can run by and one shot the whole screen and like you feel bad about it like it everything about the barbarian to me felt bad and then i felt bad about it i played the druid a little bit druid felt a little bit better but also not in a spot that i felt really comfortable with or good with um and then i was starting to play the necromancer but i was having weird like issues where my video card wasn't working well with the game in some spots and I was getting desyncs and then having a bunch of skeleton army dudes around was making it worse and I just got pissed off about it even though the necromancer seemed like super fun in this and then sorcerers I didn't play one but I saw a bunch in the world because this is kind of like an open world thing where other people are doing things in the same area as you and it was just frustrating because every time they would walk by, they would just literally cast one spell and kill everything and get all their mana back from running around where I was having to like take hits or hit things and like use all of my resource, I guess, energy or whatever the hell it is for a barbarian. And like I felt like I was getting weaker as I was attacking stuff and like every other class was getting stronger as they were attacking stuff. So it just felt bad. I don't know. It's weird because the game mechanically is definitely the best that these games have ever been. I hear that controller support for this game is like comp like awesome to the point where that was the same with PC, three. Well, even people on PC are saying like, oh, yeah, this feels like really good and stuff, which is kind of cool that like and I know everybody's the um, getting on that train. Like the dodge roll from three is back. Was the dodge yeah. roll on the PC version of three or was that just a console thing? I don't remember it being in three, but it's been a long time since I've played three okay. at this point. Well, because well, you probably played it on PC, right? I did, yeah. So maybe it was just a console thing because it, it was there on it console. Might have been. That's where I played it. So, yeah, it very well could have been. Uh, so if you liked that on console or whatever, apparently this is just going to be more of that, but you know better because newer systems and stuff and whatever i i think that game is in a good place and i'm excited to see the final product i just wish that the class i liked felt good in the beta and it made me a little bit bummed out about it maybe i just sure. have to play a different class and yeah. see how that feels yeah all right diablo 4 seems cool and uh it has cross play apparently which is great Nice. Because why wouldn't everything be? It's weird that we're in 2023 and just like, oh, yeah, like you could play on your Xbox and I could play with you on my PC. It's like, yeah, that should just be the thing that happens. But it isn't. Nope. Yeah, not everywhere. Nope. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not surprised uh, that's with Blizzard because like uh, Overwatch is crossplay. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, I guess there were a bunch of like weird people logging in issues and game crashing things as well. I didn't have a lot of those because my schedule makes it so that I'm home and playing games pretty late at night, like where most of North America is sleeping on like yeah. regular work and school schedule. So I didn't have as many problems there. I definitely ha did have 
some optimization issues. And I'm guessing that's just because when I played mostly during the closed beta, there wasn't a graphic card optimization for it out yet. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Also, I heard that on the Xbox. Actually, I was talking with Nathan a little bit and he played it on his Xbox, his Series S. Did he Apparently, do the same thing worked f- or did he fine. play the open beta? He he did the open beta. Okay. All right. And it apparently worked great for him. Like, so if you have a console and wanted to check that out, that's a great way to do it. Is that's it still it. going or was it just on the weekend? Uh, it ended last on the 26th. So okay. it is er, over so currently. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm playing a game that I first played at GDC and then the person was like, hey, do you want to code? And I was like, I was like, absolutely. I want to code. I'm playing Have a Nice Death. Um, okay. Yep. I'm playing it on the Switch. Uh, normally I would have preferred to play it, the steam version with my steam deck, but I didn't bring my steam deck to Boston and I knew I was bringing my switch. So I'm playing that mm-hmm. version. Uh, the switch version does have like some long loads and it gets pretty framey when a stage is sure. loading, but it, when you're in the stage playing, it's totally fine. Uh, have a nice death so, is basically like a dead cells. Right. Mm-hmm. It's roguelite side scrolling, you know, action platformer um i thought this came out last year but these dates are saying recently yeah it came out on the 22nd so i'm Mm. not sure what you're talking maybe it was in early access or something last year oh maybe but i don't i don't know if that's true but um yeah it could be the best thing about it and i even said this to developer i was like this feels great to like control this character feels so fluid and fast and good and i was like i've been playing a bunch of dead cells because of the castlevania dlc so it's like making me think of that and that's like that's a pretty good praise i'm giving you and he's like apparently one of the lead designers on dead cells was a consultant on this game so that's not surprising that it would make make you think of dead cells sure but like yeah any game that you can do like the dodge roll out of a jump that's that's great that's absolutely awesome love to see that um, so yeah, great art style. You play as death or, you know, the Grim Reaper and you're the CEO of like death incorporated and your company has just like gone to shit while you've been uh, like underneath paperwork for years. So you need to like slap your minions back into place. And those are like the bosses of each of the like biomes and whatnot. And there's tons of different weapons. There's tons of different biomes. It Again, it's roguelite. So you're going to be playing through it every single time uh one kind of unique mechanic that i do really like is the shop where you're like buying unlocks um everything has a price obviously but by like killing x number of this character or you know doing various like mini challenges you will unlock discounts on that item so it could start at like 800 gold and you could get it down to like five gold if you do like 100 percent of the discount which is pretty cool uh cool i haven't i haven't seen that ever anywhere but um yeah, no, I'm liking it quite a bit. I've only made it to like the third biome so far, so I don't know how long the game is. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, it's um, it's like 20 minute runs and there's there, you know, the upgrades are like a skill tree and stuff. So I, I'm liking it quite a bit. Like it's a pretty good roguelite. If you're looking for a roguelite, it's out. I would recommend it. Let's have a nice death. Cool. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of some of the stuff I played at GDC Impact. So I played so much and a lot of it kind of blurs together. Sure. Um, yeah. The the ones that come to mind are the ones that I like booked appointments for. I played Goodbye Volcano High at GDC. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. How was that? I just I just played like the prologue, so like fifteen minutes or so. Um, 
it, it's exactly what you think from the trailers. It is a visual novel and there are rhythm games that are like short when the characters are like the band is like playing a song and stuff like that. And it's basically like a leapy agent style or proper the rapper style. Just hit the buttons when when they like gotcha. meet the circle. Yeah, but great art style. Voice acting was good. I think it'll kind of live and die by is the mu- is the music enjoyable. But I mean, even then, the, okay. you know, it's, there's a whole visual novel section, so it does. It, the music could be bad and I would probably still enjoy it. I'm looking forward to that game coming out. Sure. Yeah. At PAX, I took an appointment solely because I just needed to know what this game was. And, and okay. so I played 30 minutes of the Golem game. Or Golem, Golem game from Lord of okay. the Rings. Oh, yeah. OK. Uh huh. Right. Because what is that? How are they making a sure. golem game? So it's I, a stealth I, action thing, right? It, it is a stealth action game that plays very similarly to like a bad Prince of Persia. Like there is okay, a lot of I, like I, I wall running and like climbing up the wall and the walls are like very clearly marked like and now you cl- you can climb up this part and then walk down this corridor and wall run along this hole and then you can walk up this part and then jump back onto the pole and climb up it like Nothing is like hidden. You, it's not, nothing's like, can I go up this wall? It is clearly like, oh, this is the climbable wall. I will go up this part now. Like it's, it, it really makes you think of Prince of Persia because back then it was also like, okay, which wall has like the scratch marks? Okay, that's the one I run up. And it was almost like a quick time event in terms of like, well, I know I need to wall run and then I just need to jump across it and then I need to slide down a little bit and then I need to wall like, you know, shim, shimmy across it. It's kind of that. And then every now and then, it's like, oh, don't let the guards see you. Sit in the grass, wait until the guard turns around, walk over to the other grass, and you can like pick up rocks and like distract them. Um, hmm. Gollum has detective vision, so you can like see through walls. Because uh-huh. I guess so. Yeah, it's a weird game. Like, is it fun? Like, did it feel good to play? It felt good enough. Like, it didn't feel bad. Okay. That's that's uh-huh. kind of the thing about this. It seems like the the most like middle of the road game. And yeah, my question is, who's asking for this? <sighs> yeah. Like, like, I'm have you met not. anyone <laughs> who is excited about the Gollum game? I'm sure there's somebody, but really, I'm also are you apps? Are I'm, you actually sure or are you just saying law of well, odds? No, there probably is, but I also don't associate with people that, like, hate Rings of Power, for example. I'm not fans with, like, giant Tolkien nerds who are so obsessed with stuff that they're, like, crazy. But do you really think, like, even even if you're, like, a huge Tolkien nerd, you're excited for the Gollum, like, stealth action game? There has to be somebody, right? They had, there I has to be somebody they I had mean, Law mind. of Odds, there has to be somebody. But, like, yeah. I'm just having a hard time picturing that person. Like... What yeah, series of life experiences and video games did you go through to end up being like, I got to pre-order this thing? Yeah, I don't know. That person definitely needs a hug, though, and like a friend or something. Yeah. Uh, like, I think like I think it'll be totally serviceable, but like. Sure. I just I just could not imagine prioritizing this game over like anything else. Like I would have to be starving for video games <laughs> almost so it comes out the last week of may 
I mean, oh, yo, God. if you wait, if you <laughs> wait smokes. a week, you have all of the best games in the world in the year coming out. Well, no, even, like a even week after even this. May. May is Zelda. Isn't Diablo also May? No, that's June second okay. or something. Final Fantasy sixteen is May. It, that is no. Yeah. It's fun. You're t- you're thinking June. These are all June games, except I don't remember Zelda. That Zelda's definitely much. May. What do you remember? When is it? The start of May? No, it's halfway through May. I think it's. I think it's like the fourteenth or something. I don't. I don't. Yeah, remember it's something like that. The System Shock remake is like five days after Gollum. There's so many other things you could play. <laughs> in the chat 12th of may for zelda yeah the idea of just like putting okay. it in the middle like it reminds me of like when titanfall came out between call of duty and battlefield back when battlefield was like actually <laughs> a heavy hitter and it's like what do you why why would you do this to that i love it because yeah may 25th like you said uh like we said here the first week of june is street fighter 6 diablo 4 and then a couple weeks after that is final fantasy 16 like yeah, like if you're if you're like, you know, 15 year old kid, you have enough money to like a pre-order a game and this game's going to last you through the summer. Who picks Gollum? There, I, I think Gollum will be. That game that a lot of people on the like Christmas Steam sale get for 10 bucks and are like, yeah, this is OK for 10 bucks. I'm glad I waited. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I like I, don't know I like Prince this. of Persia. So there was definitely parts of here where it's like I I like running up a wall. I like coming across a hole and having to run along the side of the wall to avoid uh-huh. the hole. That's it sets off nice things in my head. But it's like yeah. I don't I don't want to do this stealth. This doesn't even yeah. like look that great. Listening to that much ask. also like Gollum isn't great to listen to like. He's a sure. gross kid. So it's like a whole game of Gollum's voice where he's like arguing with Smeagol. Oh, I don't know. Gandalf is there. Okay. Oh, Gandalf is Gan- sweet. He's dope. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. This is you. The whole game is the, the whole like narrative part is Gollum is like a, is like telling a story to Gan- Gandalf. So there's kind of like narration oh. going on. Um, can it's I play the game Andy where Serkis. I play Gandalf? Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. that seems fun. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. What else did I take appointments for? That one definitely stuck out to me. I thought I took... I, hang on, I should have them in my notes app. Pull this up yeah, do you have like an email confirmations or something? Um, you know, oh, some of this stuff I can't talk about. <laughs> Oh, uh, actually, is Gollum one of them? They're like, please don't talk about Gollum. <laughs> no, that was on that was on the show floor. I I okay. took a thing. I took a thing with Nintendo. Let me quickly look up the NDA so I can talk about any of that stuff. It's not Zelda. Th- I'll say that. Oh, I was gonna say a thing with Nintendo, huh? <laughs> uh, come on. The embargo date. Fair enough. Oh my God, so much like legalese. Just give me a date. Yeah. Okay, I can talk about that. This was good up a, a week ago. Um, I okay. played Return to of Risk of, Risk of Rain Returns. Oh, okay. Which I was sure. very excited to get a chance to play that. It it is it is just the first Risk of Rain again, but they have just put like everything you liked from Risk of Rain two, like all of the new additions in there. They have full 
supported online multiplayer as you would expect because risk Rain 2 has that but i definitely yeah. had to be like yeah me and my friends we had to like put like a virus on our computer and it was like impossible to get off the machine and they were like yeah we, we know use parsec i think no then. hamachi hamachi yeah yeah that's right and i remember it was like i could not remove it no matter how i tried to uninstall it it was just like no nah, i'm gonna stay here <laughs> man and it's like okay <laughs> you're the boss hamachi <laughs> oh shit does this mean the risk of rain daily challenge is coming <laughs> back on twitch.tv <laughs> oh man who knows we but could do we, that again you could absolutely do it it's coming just pc and switch at first no cross play that's what made, that's what came into my head when you mentioned not all games Bummer. have it um one one oh, really cool feature. i mean you have a steam deck now so you get steam games all the time so that's okay yeah yeah um when your like co-op partner if if one of them dies they turn into a turret with the free flies around and can shoot stuff oh that's cute that's so you actually you actually have something to do while you like wait for your friends to finish the stage as opposed to just watch uh yeah i was gonna say for anybody who doesn't know you know what you used to do you used to watch your friend have fun and then die eventually because it was too overwhelming for them yeah, you have to just hope that they survived. Yeah, so now you can help out a little bit, which is nice. Um, That's cool. And yeah, new stages, obviously. Uh, all the old stages are there. Also, like, kind of remixed versions of the old stages. Um, brand new soundtrack, but it's made in the same style as the old soundtrack. They brought the same composer back, Ooh. which is good because I was like, man, that soundtrack was so good. And they're like, well, here's more of that soundtrack for you. Yeah, I yeah. mean... You didn't have to do much to win me over, but I'm extremely excited now. I, I still, I'm one of the few people that like, I still think I like Risk of Rain one more just because I played so much more of it and it felt more comfortable in the end, even though two like was objectively better. I don't know if, I don't know if I would say like, I like there's, they're like different enough. Like they, they kind of scratch they different are. itches for me. So, but they are true. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was GC. Uh, the ones on packs. I played Turnip Boy Robs a Bank. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, awesome. This seems to be like less story focused and more just like keep you're gonna keep robbing banks, and you're gonna get new weapons and stuff, which will allow, which they'll give you like different. Like you'll come into a bank and it's like, hey, can you break into the safe? No, you don't have that thing yet. So just try and get as much money, and you can just go up to NPCs and shake them down which means Turnip Boy picks them up and just shakes them and makes the money come yeah. out of them. Um, makes sense. Turnip Boy seems to be way more of like a villain that, that I remember. In the in in commits tax evasion, I thought he kind of just Mr. Magood his way through the scenario and then you like fought God, kind of. Mm, sure. This one seems like Turnip Boy has a lot more agency in wanting to d- do crime. I, I, that's how it starts first you s- don't pay your taxes and then you're robbing banks Robin, and Robin literally banks. shaking people literally shaking them down yeah so it seems good it seems like it has the same funny writing um so that was cool you know that that seems like good uh i played dead island 2 okay yeah how was that <laughs> i i liked it i enjoyed it it seems like it's kind of going kind of like a dead rising three or four style of like, we're going to give you just some like wacky combo weapons. Um, Oh, cause, okay. cause when I like loaded into it, I had like, uh, like a fire ax that had like 
I don't know if it had flamethrowers on it or if it had like rockets on it so that it would swing faster. But I know that when I was hitting people, they would also light on fire. Okay, that I, had, I mean, had electric Wolverine claws here. Okay, um, that's pretty good. What else? Did I, I can't remember what else I had. I had a katana, but that wasn't like super special or anything. But no, I thought it looked good. I ended up fighting like a creepy clown zombie, uh, which was pretty <laughs> okay. fucked up. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was just kind of one stage I got to play through. Uh, and I died so many times because there was no like tutorial on how to play it. So I didn't know there was a dodge. So I had a really hard time with the boss until I realized, oh, I can dodge to the side and then I destroyed him. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm glad they went this way with it because I don't love I was worried that they were just going to go dying late with it, like another dying light, but with Dead Island's name on it. Like, I like it's right. kind of goofier. Right. All right. Um, so that's what good. Else? And then the last one I have on my list is I played the prequel game to Road 96, which was, <clears throat> I talked about it a little while ago, that is a roguelike visual novel game that I was pretty into. Right, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It was on Game Pass. I don't know if it's still on Game Pass. They're doing, sorry, <clears throat> a prequel one called Road 96 Miles Zero, which I played two stages and the stages were basically Sayonara Wild Hearts in terms of the okay. gameplay, which is way different because before it was visual novel and there was a little bit of like walking around the area and then talking to people. And I was talking to one of the developers and there is going to be those those walking around sections as well. But now you're going into like people's minds and you're doing like these skateboard areas with like crazy rock punk music. And those play exactly like Sayonara Wild Hearts. So they're they're mixing up the genre a little bit, but it seems cool. And so I'm looking forward to that. Cool. Sounds neat. Yeah, I played a bunch of other stuff. I can't remember them all right now. Um, I'm trying to think if there was any like cool highlights from PAX. I saw a group of Mandalorian cosplayers, but each Mandalorian okay. was themed after an Eevee evolution. Oh, wow. So okay. that was pretty cool. So there was like, you know, like a Flareon Mandalorian. Yeah. Vaporeon, Jolteon. So that was pretty cool. That's probably my favorite cosplay I saw. Um. Okay, and then and then this was just one thing that was kind of in my head the whole time. Anyone that self describes himself as a super fan, I don't I don't get it. Okay, like there are people that go to conventions that are like almost frothing at the mouth. They're so excited for like whatever they're watching and stuff. Like I'll be in a pan. Like I can't think me personally. Yeah. I can't think of anything that would make me that excited. Okay, so. I'm I'm halfway with you. There are things that I get excited about when I see them, but not just because they are a thing. If that makes sense, like there's, let's say Final Fantasy for instance. For instance, you were talking about that one girl who, anytime like Final Fantasy was, yeah, 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 she would yeah. flip out. Yes, that do, that isn't me. But if I see something dope right in front of me, like the gameplay thing, I'll be like, oh, that's fucking awesome, and then that'll get me excited. Like. Here's another Final Fantasy example. There was a Final Fantasy 16 okay. panel. I didn't go to it, but like. Okay. Yeah. I I saw a lot of people afterwards with like tote bags. Anyone who went to the panel got this big tote bag that had like some Final okay. Fantasy 16 art on it. And all I could think was, what are you going to do with that? 
you're not going to go to like the grocery store and use it to like buy your groceries. There's no way you're going to do that. Like, and I'm talking this, it's the yeah. size of a tote bag that they had to design it so you could wear it like a backpack. That's how big it was. Oh, wow. Okay. At sure. GDC, there was another bag that like this one booth was given away. It wasn't even game related. It was just whatever the booth's brand was. Bright purple. It was so big. You had to wear it like a, a backpack, but it was like cape sized. And I saw people walking around and all I could think is like, what are you going to do with that? There is no way you're going to like go anywhere and fill that bag up. It's the size of a cape. Yeah. Why, why did you want this? I, do, I really do not understand people's fascinations at conventions for free merch. Like this okay. is this is one that really irked me. I was yeah. at. Um, I can't remember the publisher. Uh, they're they're publishing um, Coffee Talk 2. And they okay. just did a space for the unbound. So they do a lot of visual novels and they okay. had some promotion going on that it's like if you play like three of their games out of like the nine they have on display there uh, and you got like a stamp on your card, you'll get something. I don't, I don't remember what it was. I didn't read too much into it because I did not care. But right. they, they had one game that I hadn't seen before. and I was like, oh, I'll, I'll get in line for that. And there's like one person in front of me. The person finishes, I sit down for the demo, I'm starting to read. It's a visual novel, right? It's a slow game, it's a lot of reading. Someone sits down beside me, I don't remember which game they were playing, another visual novel. Oh, they were playing the new Varney, um, uh, the the Pulp Fiction ones, that they just did the Wolfman, now they're doing Varney Lake. <clears throat> so it's a visual novel. Since I'm semi, dude is buttoning through it as fast as he possibly can. And all I can think is like, there's no way you're reading that fast. What you? And then I realize, oh, you're just getting through the demo so you can get a stamp. Guy finishes sure. demo way before yeah. me, even though he he came in after me. Girl sits down, does the exact same thing. And and then I also realized huh. that's why when I got there and I asked the girl in front of me, I was like, oh, are you in line for a specific one? I don't want to cut in front of you. She's like, oh, no, I'm going to go. I'm going to play any of them. I was like, oh, OK, cool. No, she just didn't care. I'm going to play any of them. <laughs> and part of me that just bugged part of me. I was like, these are good games. And uh, yeah, I, I don't think. For me personally, like I would probably skip. I don't want to play a story centric thing on a floor on the floor. Like I don't want to sit there and read and stuff. I would just I would flip through all of that stuff to see mechanically if I liked the gameplay loop and then be OK with that. I just but there's the idea of like, I'm going to rip through your demo so I can get whatever the free merch is. Yeah, and all I can think to myself is. The merch is free because it's actual garbage. If it wasn't actual garbage, yeah. they would be charging for it there's sure. there's a there's a media hour if you're part of if you have a media badge if you've heard of press you get to go in an hour early at pax yeah so there was a group of press waiting at the like the press entrance to go in and some some booth people come by and they're like hey we're from and i can't remember what it was we're giving out these free lanyards that have like a map of the show floor on them and if you scan the qr code you get the chance to w get a pin so these these press yeah. people lost their minds over these these lanyard maps. Lost that, their goddamn okay. mind. And all I could think was like, that's interesting. Aren't you, aren't you guys like actually like I know getting a press pass at PAX is pretty easy. I've used the podcast in the past to do it. But yeah, like I've, yeah, you I've should be at least like one level <laughs> yeah. above the like typical public to, in terms of professionalism. Right. And you're losing your goddamn mind over a lanyard. And the chance, the chance. Yeah. To get a pin. You don't even know what the pin okay. looks like. You have no Listen, idea. You just know there's a there's a pin. I ain't going to hate on it. <clears throat> I have a 
like hand towel back there with a bunch of pins I've been collecting since I was a kid. Like I, I'm, I ain't gonna yuck somebody's yum when it comes to pins. All right, I'm not that guy. But sure. I will say, it does seem weird that people there on a press pass got that excited about a QR code lanyard. Yeah, <laughs> that seems I weird. <clears throat> I don't know. And maybe I've been to like a bunch of conventions now where it's like I don't want any merch ever unless it is like something really yeah. unique like the first like one or two you do like i definitely understand like i want like a memento of this thing i get it for sure but yeah yeah yeah, yeah for anyway, sure anyway those are just some things where i just kept like rolling my eyes like what are you guys doing like <laughs> stop uh-huh. stop it what, just please stop it <laughs> just be cool yeah I mean, you're preaching the choir here. I don't like conventions and like I'm done with that part. Of I, my like life. I, hate them. I like conventions. I hate but, them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, that's that was my week. Let's do some news. We have some news to get through. Okay. First off, did you watch the Zelda 10 minutes of footage? No, I couldn't care less. <clears throat> oh, are you are you not going to play Zelda? I'm absolutely going to play <clears throat> Zelda. I couldn't care okay. less about them showing video of it, though. I watched it. Um, hope I, w- I was hoping you or John had there's anything highlighted, but um, it looks like John we're going to watch it. We're going to watch a lot of um, like weird vehicles getting made and posted to Twitter coming up. Absolutely. Sure. That makes sense. And I mean, in Breath of the Wild, there were so many Twitter videos and stuff of people doing weird physics stuff. So this is kind of the new gimmick, I'm guessing, of like the combining and fusing things. or yeah. whatever. Part of I'm a little bummed because that's something I'm super not interested in. Um, yeah fair and that's and that's just me as a gamer like i don't even you know i don't really like sandbox style games so i'm hoping i can get by a lot of the stuff with like minimal effort because i I don't get a ton of enjoy out of like you know make your like let me use lego as an example i don't make my own Uh lego stuff i follow the instructions and i like that i was something came up about like that lego 2k game coming out soon or whatever racing one and yeah, and that is kind of something I thought was like I kind of like the idea of making my own card and stuff. I'm the guy who likes Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts because I hate those games, but I like that one. So like I sure. like that sort of thing. Sure. Um, in other weird news, out of nowhere, multiverses just like went offline, and it is coming yeah. back in 2024. Oh, I didn't realize that. I thought it was yep. just gone. No, okay. Because you know they didn't like super advertise this but it was in the corner that was just the beta that we've all been playing right and and that they were taking battle pass money for and cosmetic money for um it's disgusting it is kind of weird like they're not offering any kind of refunds which i guess like sure you we we did get something for that money we did buy the battle pass everything we unlocked better still be there otherwise that would be pretty messed up um yep but just hearing that 2024 like it's so far off it is i do i don't understand what they're doing with it because i thought people generally like that thing except for balance changes that they obviously needed to do it did seem like interest in this had like fallen off like a cliff faster than like anything else so maybe they're hoping if they go away for a bit they can have like a big kind of relaunch second wave as opposed to just slowly drip feeding new content for the next six months which probably would not bring many people back so maybe it's just kind of a marketing like ploy 
Could be. Uh, Mr. Silvermoon, as they say in the chat there, I'd sue if stuff I paid for was suddenly taken away like that. Class action lawsuit? Do we see something like that? I guess we have to see what they do. Yeah, I would be that. surprised if they didn't give you the stuff back. It's not like they were giving you that yeah. great of stuff anyways. I still remember one of the last news stories around multiverses was when they increased everyone's level. They made it harder for people to level up their characters. They, they didn't make more unlocks. They just made it harder to do. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. I remember you talking about uh, their that battle pass thing and how gross was, it was, too. Yeah. That second battle pass was such horseshit. All right. This next handful of uh, stories are all E3 related, and I have them here in chronological order. So you'll probably oh, okay. see where we're going. Starting off the okay. week, Sega and Tencent decided they are skipping out on E3 2023. That, that okay. makes some sort of sense to me. But yeah, sure. OK. Um, following that. Uh, Ubisoft backed out of E3 2023. I think that's a pretty big one. Ubisoft will show up for just about yeah. anything. You launch a, a new console, Ubisoft's there with at least two games. Um, yeah, this one to me, like I know where we're going with this because I see like the list of things you have here. Uh, this one to me in a vacuum says Ubisoft is just dying, though, because they haven't really been doing anything for a while. They have a lot of games. In fact, we talked die. on this exact show. There's like seven yeah. Assassin's Creed games coming. Yeah, because they need money. Like nothing else is happening. That That's why I'm like, I, I could see it. They don't want to pay fees or whatever. They probably don't have anything big to show. Ubisoft doesn't scare me yet about the E3 thing yet. Uh, the company will instead hold its own Ubisoft Forward live event on June 12th in Los Angeles. So there, it's basically E3 uh, window is happening. That. That part is weird in Los Angeles in the E3 window, but they're not showing up. Yeah. OK. Anyways. <laughs> and then earlier today, E3 has been canceled. Yeah. Uh-huh. IGN had so, the scoop. Go ahead. It, E3 was probably uh, the writing was probably on the wall, which is why the other companies officially said that they're not showing up. Right. Because they're not going to put down the money ahead of time <laughs> for something that might not happen. Right. Well, because we had. We had been seeing and hearing the reports that tons of people were were skipping out on it. I think yeah. Yeah, like every console manufacturer was saying, no, we're good. The and big so three it, were gone. The, the big three had gone. Um, and it just started making this question of like, if no one's going, then why would the public even want to go? And, it, and I have a feeling, you know, all these companies just looked at it and like there it is making no sense for us to show up. If if no one's going to be there, like, and I'm yeah. feeling enough of them dropped out that E3 was like, well, if no one's coming, we can't have an event. Yeah, and they and they probably had to make the call by the end of this month is what I'm assuming, because, yeah, then we're two we're just over two months away. So I bet there was like a deadline of like, we need to have a decision by the end of March because then we need to use April and May to plan and put it together for sure. No word on future plans for 2024. I'm a little, um, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm bummed for a number of reasons. Uh huh. The first one and foremost, this was the first one I got a, like a media invite to. Like I, I finally had a for sure you are going to E3. Bucket list right. item checked. Here we go. And now the idea of like, I don't even know if there's going to be an E3 ever again. I will never get to check that bucket list item. Sure. Yeah, that's a bummer. That is a bummer. Like, 
I just wanted to do it once because, you know, like I grew up watching E3 and getting excited for E3. It is video game Christmas, but sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other part is like, like what read pop I, I was curious to see what they were going to do with it they didn't even get like the chance to do something with it after coming in yeah so yeah i don't know like there's no real word on if this was just like they were doing a poor job and people pulled out or if it was more just kind of the economics of the of the, the running the show and it wasn't worthwhile so read pops like we can't do it without them blah 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 yeah uh quote here the email said that while E3 remains a beloved event and brand, that the 2023 vision simply did not garner the sustained interest necessary to execute it in a way that would showcase the size, strength, and impact of the industry. So it does kind of sound like with people leaving, Pop had nothing to do. This we'll It also kind of says that maybe E3 is just dead forever at this point. It seems point. like it. Um, yeah. I saw like 30 seconds after the news broke, Jeff Keighley tweeted, Summer Games Fest is still happening. I love it. I love it. It's yeah, so good. I mean, but yeah. I have an I have a press invite for that one again. Um, so I will get to go to that one again. And that event was really awesome last year. I'm not sure if you know, but I interviewed Jeff Keighley at that event last year. You did, man. Yeah. If only there was a way I could see how that went. Yeah, I uh, went pretty not. good. Um, I wish that, I was that was able a cool event. See. That that was not even uh, a public one. So it was super chill and fun and they gave us free food and ice cream. And yeah, that was definitely one of my favorite events I've been to. Um, oh, I, but I was excited. Like I was excited to, cause I had an invite to both and I was trying to figure out like, Oh man, they're like two weekends apart. Do I like go down there and drive back and then go down again? Or do I go down there and stay for the, like the whole like eight days? Like, how do I get this done? So yeah. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out cause now there's all these like satellite events. And if I get invited to those, it's like, well, I should attend what can I do? What can I do? Because I believe Xbox has something down there. It sounds like Ubisoft has something down there. And then, yeah, Jeff Keighley has his thing down there. We'll see. Um, but I'll at least be going for Summer Game Fest once again. So Cool. Um, and then we got some Game Pass news. So earlier this week, the long-running $1 trial promotion for Game Pass, where you can convert all of your gold, all the months you have stored up to to game pass for one dollar has been gone it just quietly went away and they're not doing that anymore and then yeah like like 20 30 minutes ago the xbox game pass friends and family program which we've been talking about being in other countries around the world for a few months now is now finally in the u.s right for 40 dollars right 40 dollars a month can be shared five people so I think money wise, you would need three people buy in for it to like pay for itself. If it's just two of you, it's cheaper if you get individual ones because it's 15 bucks if you're including PC in there as well. Right. I was going to ask you, be, sorry, I pulled up the thing here to just check. Is this Game Pass like ultimate PC and Xbox or is it just Xbox? For like the I'm month. looking up the screen ultimate benefits shared among five friends and family. Okay, so if they're using the word ultimate, yeah, it even says it says play sa- same time on cloud PC and console. If no, you have it, other people, if you do have four other people go in like friends or even family if you have whatever, two other people, it's if half, you have two other people, it's it's half it's five dollars cheaper. It's fifteen each, well, right? It, Which would be forty five. Is it forty five? Oh, okay. 15 times three would be 45 versus 
No, I mean, it's $8. Like, it's 40 divided by five if you have five oh, people. Okay. Well, it's $8, well, which is half the price. And what I'm saying is if you only have two other people, this is it is still right. paying for itself because it's five bucks cheaper than three individual ones. It's not yeah. cheaper if there's only two of you doing it. Sure. So, hey, I mean, good for them. It's good. It, it's yeah. great. Like Game Pass did not have to do that in a world where we're sure Game Pass is going to be getting more expensive. Here's an option for it to be cheaper. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've got I've got two friends. I've got more than two friends. Yeah, I don't like going in on those things with people, I will say, like, I'll actually pay more to not have to deal with any weirdness. But this is I, for people that don't care. This is great. Yeah, I mean, it, it does start put a bit of precedent on like, do you want to be the person that has to like text them each month? Hey, you need to send me your eight dollars. <laughs> like, right. I'm at a point in my I've, life where it's like, I don't want to do that. But like as a kid, I absolutely would have done that. Like, no, joke. actually, there's no way the way this like works out. OK, is if like we did it with the podcast for the three of us or something like that works out. I guess we already we, send money around quite a bit, so we <laughs> could just figure it out there if we wanted to. Yeah, that yeah. is true. That is true. Yeah. But like, I don't want to be the guy just being like, hey, you owe me eight dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing is like at what point? I mean, that's just kind of like a social thing is like what level of money yeah. is it now? It's not weird to just like I'll just eat the cost like no. So let me ask you that as an actual question. At what point do you feel OK about like reminding the person? Uh, A hundred dollars and up probably. Oh, but wow, like, really? But like, also, I won't get into if really? there's a so, thing. Where, someone owes you fifty bucks. You're not going to remind them. Uh probably not. But wow. nobody's going to owe me fifty dollars because I'm not going to pay for somebody unless I don't feel like I'm not going to get it back. Yeah. Because I don't like money getting in relationships like that. I think it's weird. I don't like it, so I don't do it. I think thirty bucks. I would remind someone. I okay. I. I will say there have been times where it's like, hey, I got pizza last time. You got this right. Like, so sure that I'm OK with. But like, I won't just ask people for money because I'm not going to give money that I expect to get back. Usually. Personally. It causes people are saying, issues. People are saying do it like the Nintendo Switch online service and ask for the year. That would be yeah. great. I would love to be able to pay them for the year. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know if Game Pass does a year one or I think it's. Because even now they, they don't. don't do a year one, so I doubt they're going to yeah. do a year for this one as well. But yeah, I, they should like give me like ten dollars off if I buy twelve months or something. Like I'll do yeah. that. Absolutely. Yep. Makes sense. Um. Hey, did you know on our Patreon that you can get annual yearly memberships and you do get a discount? Now that just popped into my head since we're talking about it. <laughs> I actually didn't know that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad you told me. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Um, all right, last little one. The BAFTA Game Awards in the UK happened, and Game of the Year went to Vampire Survivors, and that's new. That's that's newsworthy. Okay, good for them. Uh, Why not? Kind of surprised to see it because usually yeah. that that spot is reserved for Elden Ring. Yeah, um, if not True. God of War, if Elden Ring is b- maybe busy that weekend, um, but Vampire Survivors absolutely deserves it. That game's great. I get it. It created a new genre. That a yep. lot of people ape the style of. So yep, why not? Absolutely. Well, that's how genres work. Yes. All right. Let's do some questions. If you would like to send a question in, topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. 
Um, Paul, do you want to start us off? Uh, we should do episode titles next week with John, I think. Okay. We're also running a little late, but I Sounds always good. like doing the... I like all three of us being here for that if we can. Sure, yeah. Sounds good. Uh, and if we can can't read- next week for whatever reason, then uh, we'll do it anyway. I will read this first one. Oh, man. A hive? I'm going to say a hive. Um, that's about it. We recently saw Link glue a rock to a shield. That was another thing in the in the gameplay. You can, like, attach stuff to other things now, to your weapons and, and your shields and whatnot, and it'll do special effects. What sure. wild, crazy pen, pineapple, apple pen monstrosities do you wish can be made in Tears of the Kingdom? I mean, I want to be able to put bombs on anything. Could I put a bomb on a tree trunk that I hit with like the mallet really hard in Ganon's castle and just get like the one shot him on him or something. I don't know about like, that. I mean, it's hard to say cause we only got like, you know, five different examples, but you could probably put like a bomb on a sword and then do like an explosive swing attack on somebody based on, could I put bombs trying. on a shield in four different corners so that they act like wheels and like use it like a skateboard and then explode them to do some. Cool well, I think, well, I don't moves. think you I don't know. I know you could probably put a bomb on your shield and then when someone like hits your shield, they'll explode. Or like a shield bat. An explosive shield bash would be kind of sick. Yeah, I bet bet you could do that. One thing that they showed that was pretty kind of out of the box thinking is because you know how you get like creature parts in in Zelda? They put like an eyeball on an arrow. So when they shot the arrow, it did a homing attack onto a bat. Okay, that's cute. That's a good idea. I like that. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, could you put eyes all over your tunic so that people or enemies look at you and they're like, oh, my God, and they just run away? I don't think I'm assuming you can't put it on the clothes. That's I would assume not. But they put like a mushroom. It was it was called some kind of like. Like some kind of exploding mushroom thing that went on the shield. So when Link uh, blocked an attack, it made like a smoke bomb. And then that's cool. Like get around the enemy. I like it. I like that idea. That's cool. I think Ace Veer in the chat has it. I just want a way to build a, like a double jump. Whether it's me <laughs> yeah. like doing some kind of like fan attack towards the ground during a jump. Give me that double jump. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. That would be pretty good. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. I like it's there, it seems like there's so many weird scenarios. Like who knows what you're going to be able to do, man. Can you make like a rocket pack or something like by putting what's something that causes thrust on like a glider or something like could yeah you make- so they they showed making some vehicle stuff there are like these like they look like portable fans and he like okay, attached perfect. it to the boat so that they he could propel the boat across he attached it he attached four of them to just like basically just like a like a wo- like a square wooden plank so that he could just like fly upwards <gasps> Can you put a fan underneath the glider and basically become Kite Man? Can we do that? I don't, I don't think I, I don't think you're going to. I mean, maybe if you just held the fan, it would do something. But it seems like you mm. had to attach the fan to an object and then the fan wouldn't would uh, affect that object. And, you know, you couldn't attach it to yourself. I just want to be Kite Man. That's really sure. Good. Yeah, I mean, you already have the glider, but yeah, you have. And no you're already like, green or could be green, I guess. Like, yes, depending on what you're wearing. Yeah. 
uh, Jericho's writes in the most recent podcast, Paul mentioned, read the news that Frog Gun is getting a seal sequel. When this was read, the reaction was essentially already. Didn't Frog Gun just come out? I was extremely confused because my first thought is, what do you mean already? That game came out almost 10 years ago. That's when I realized I was thinking of Caro Blaster, the game by Daisuke Amaya with coincidentally similar name. Can you think of other games that have similar names, but nothing else tying them together? I'm going to take away Outer Wilds and Worlds right away. So what else do we got? <laughs> I, I didn't think of that. Hang on. Okay. Caro Blaster and Frog Gun have similar names? They do not at all. Nope. Yeah, we're, we're I don't I, I kind of lost a bit of a disconnect there. What? Is yeah, Caro no, like because I could see it's Blaster frog. and Gun. Is Caro Frog? Yeah. Oh, okay. They just okay. So, like, from a definition, they they sound similar, but in terms of the actual words, they are not that similar. I get it. Okay. Because yeah, the example you did, it was like Outer Worlds and Outer Wilds are very similar, and in the chat, Atomic Heart, Wild Hearts, that actually did screw me up because yeah. they came out so close together. I wasn't sure. It was like, wait, which was the Game Pass one? Right. That's a good one. Um, what other ones are there? And I, I, I'm having a hard time. Worlds and Wilds, I don't think we're going to be able to beat that because those came out in the same year, I believe, so. Yeah. Really similar names, nothing else tying them together. Oh, oh my God. Uh, Battleborn and Bloodborne are similar. Sure. Uh, okay. There was a bunch of weird, like, combination of the word battle and blood games. That and, were well, and then out. there's also like the the like the running joke of like, you know, they just you know throw some darts at the wall. You, you have to have storm in there, battle. Um. I remember Storm was like, Storm just kept coming up. I can't remember what all the other ones were, but it was like, this sounds extremely generic with this name. Yeah, like Bullet Storm. <laughs> yeah, Battle Right and Battleborn. There it is. I don't even remember Battleborn. I need to open up like Bing AI and say, make me a thing. Okay, I googled generic video game name. And someone made a generic uh -huh. video game name generator. So take the first letter of your first name. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's so P for you. So that's P. North. North. The last letter of your first name. Uh, L. Bound. And then okay. the subtitle. First letter of your surname. F. Return of. Okay. Last letter of your surname. Uh, K. The hunt. <laughs> return of the hunt. <laughs> so you're northbound return of the hunt. My and then God. mine would be uh, war. Blood. <laughs> war blood. War, that's terrible. War blood. <laughs> and then the first one is blood and. <laughs> blood and war. Please let it be. No, it's no, it's. It's it's pretty good. Okay, so the whole thing is war, blood, blood, and the dead. 
blood and the dead man what if it was war That's, blood blood and the war or something that would be so fucking good i'm gonna see <laughs> it, it could have been if my last name ended with a b they could have it could have been blood and war <laughs> oh that would be so good i'm not logged into twitch but if you want to put this in the chat for other people to play around with oh a link yeah sure yeah uh, next question from Sukusuku. Blast from the past question. First asked on November 2011 by Michael. What do you think are some extremely underrated first party Nintendo franchises? Uh, underrated? Okay. I mean, I, I really, really like... F-Zero, obviously. Okay, now, well, so here's my question, because F-Zero is yeah. the, the poster child here. Underrated uh -huh. in terms of whose opinion, because I hear people claiming yeah. for a new F-Zero all the time. Yeah, like, on this podcast alone, two of us are all the time. So right. <laughs> I, I get it. Whereas I'm over here being like, just play Wipeout. What are you guys doing? Come on. Just play some Wipeout. Yeah, Wipeout's very good. It is. Dude. Or play Red Out, the new one. That is like yep. people from Wipeout. <laughs> um, underrated first perto first party Nintendo. It's funny because I pulled this question earlier in the week and like put the spoiler tags on it, but I don't actually remember anything that was. I said bet here. we said F Zero in the past. I'm sure you guys did. Beautiful Joe. Okay. I don't. Like, I don't love Beautiful Joe, but it's definitely underrated, probably. I think some franchises are just, like, completely left behind, because a lot of, they, they kind of keep hitting the same ones a bunch. Yeah. I guess they haven't done, like, a Wario Land in a while. Sure, that would be they, good. They, they just Wario switched them over to WarioWare. I think it would be cool if they just did, like, a Super Mario Land 3, and, like, like, a, like a real Super Mario Land. I had to look up uh, a list of franchises. Wait, Super Mario Land 3 is Wario Land, but I want like an actual Super Mario Land. Yeah. Um, do you think Star Fox is underrated or just they haven't done anything with it? Because well, I think keep, a lot of people talk that franchise up. They keep putting one out on like each platform. I guess, and it never does well, really. No, I don't them. think it does really well. That's the question is, like, anytime they veer away from it, people just, like, complain. So they yeah. just, like, go back to 64 once again. And then a lot of people are like, these games are short. Because <laughs> um, they're like roguelikes before roguelikes were a thing, really. They're meant to, like, play over and over again. Um, although I did like yeah. Assault. Like, I remember enjoying Assault quite a bit. Hmm. I I'm just gonna look at what answers were given here. Okay, what do we got? Fire Emblem. Wait, okay. I guess we should say this was asked 13 years ago or 12 years ago. Yeah, 2011. 2011. To be fair though, uh, by 2011 we had had at least two Fire Emblem games on the Game Boy. Okay, actually, yeah. here's a good answer. Here's a good answer. Golden Sun. Yeah, that is a good answer. 
okay. So these, I, I don't think any of these count, which is kind of part of their second question with this. But what were said before was Fire Emblem, Kirby, Pikmin, Animal Crossing, Picross, Rhythm Heaven. Yes, one hundred percent. Rhythm Heaven. Rhythm Heaven. Yeah, absolutely Heaven. F Zero, like I said, and Star Fox were answers before. They've done a lot with a lot of these since. Yeah, then. <laughs> you know, some of these I could still, I could still kind of see because you know, I think we were more looking at the question of which ones is Nintendo kind of ignoring. Um, some of these are definitely still underrated. Like people do not hold some of the, like. I'm not hearing a lot of people talk about Pikmin in the highest of regards. Sure, but by now they're up to four, so now like, they're it's up not to four. as bad. It, it yeah, has its yeah, own yeah. AR game on mobile. Exactly. Like all of these have definitely increased, except really F Zero and Rhythm Heaven. <laughs> rhythm, but I mean, at this point, Rhythm Heaven 2011. So I don't think Fever had come out yet. It should be. It no, should be I really soon, like though. That should be in a year or two. And then Rhythm, and then Rhythm Heaven got that like compilation one a few years back. So it's only had like two since then. Yeah. Criminally underrated, honestly. Absolutely. Rhythm Heaven is one of my favorite Nintendo franchises, for sure. Kirby, I don't know how we would have said Kirby. Kirby gets like three games every platform. Yeah, I just, I don't agree with that answer, even back then. Again, Animal F-Zero, Crossing, yeah. like, by, by this point, Animal Crossing DS had come out, which was a pretty big one. Uh, Animal Crossing on the Wii had also come out. And so 2011 and there wasn't one on the wii u unless you count that like board game thing so so we're only missing a- oh the 3ds one would have not come out yet so we're only missing two animal crossing that i don't know animal crossing is huge animal crossing is by so then crazy. animal crossing only had animal crossing world world and city folk because the year after this question is when new leaf came out right so it's had and- three three of the five had come out right yeah, so after yeah. that was New Leaf. Uh, I'm going to count the smaller ones here, too, I guess. Plaza, Happy Home Designer, Amiibo Festival, Pocket Camp, and then New Horizons. So that's only uh, two main that. ones. Yeah. Yeah, so I feel like Animal Crossing was always kind of big. But then again, maybe it just got bigger. Like It got maybe, bigger, for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Because, yeah. you know, back at this point, I bet it, who would I have been hanging out with? Not a lot of Animal Crossing fans. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, it's also kind of a weird question because it's like underrated. Back in 2011, like social media existed, but we weren't on it as much. And yeah. so like our our circles were still very much the people we talk to right. in everyday life. And if you don't talk to people that play these games, they're like all underrated technically yeah. to you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then Fire Emblem. Yeah, this was pre-Awakening. Awakening came out the year after. And, and, and Awakening I, was the big one that opened the floodgates. I, I would say Awakening is the one. Yeah, so back that no longer counts, but that definitely did back then, I would sure. say. Yeah. Okay, next question from Dead. A genie offers you a deal next quarter, April to June. Uh, the genie is willing, willing to produce one game each month guaranteed as one of your top 10 favorite games of all time if you played it. Here's the catch. They wouldn't be detected by your current gaming radar. They would still be talked about by new sites, gaming circles, or friends uh, 
at least once by the end of Q3, end of September. But without this deal, you wouldn't have given playing them much thought. The genie has given you credit card finance. Okay, so none of that stuff. Okay. Do you take the deal where every month there is a top 10 favorite game of all time, but you basically might not see it or likely won't see it? There's also there is a punishment for failing to find and play at least one of these games before the year ends. I mean, I would probably take it because I feel like my net is pretty wide in finding a lot of stuff. So I would probably find one of these. I'm trying to think. I don't even know what my gaming radar is if it's not new sites, gaming circles, or friends. Like, that's how I pretty much find all my games. Oh, really? The way I find my games is that I literally go on Steam and will spend hours looking at every new release to see if there's anything good. That sounds like psychopath behavior. That seems like a way to go actually insane. (laughs) I found a lot of good stuff doing it, so... (laughs) Mine is like, you know, stuff pops up on Twitter, and it's like, oh, I've yeah, someone else was talking about this and or, you know, the podcasts I listen to, which I would just include those as like gaming circles. Yeah, I don't listen to other game podcasts. <clears throat> and uh, I stopped using socials like a lot of like the mainstream ish stuff is from this podcast, us talking to each other that I learned about that isn't weird indie shit or I don't really. So the downside is that if we somehow miss it. There's a punishment. This doesn't I don't I feel like I wouldn't miss it. So, yeah, I'll take 10 yeah. of my all time favorite games. It doesn't seem like there's enough of a negative to the for, for the for a would you rather. Yeah, because like if one of these is released every month and you only have to find one for the first, I guess, by the end of Q3. OK, that's a little bit more of a tight crunch, but I still think I would do it. I still think I could find one. Well, uh, and you need to play. Oh, you have mm-hmm. to find and play at least one of the games. Oh, then yeah, no, you're you're good. I thought you had to so play what all is, ten. <clears throat> what is the punishment? Failure to meet these requirements means no game released for the rest of the decade will be a top ten game of all time. I'm also fine that, with that. That's fine. Like it's yeah, I'm also fine you, with that. Too. It is it is rare that I get a new game that is a top ten game of all time, but then that, that's fine <laughs> because at this point yeah. in my life, cracking my top ten games of all time is going to be very difficult. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the last game for me that, like, all-timed it. I mean, it was Elden Ring, right? I was, I was going to say, Elden Ring probably cracked it for me. But but that's the thing. is like, I, If I went into my life being like, I'm never going to play a top 10 game of all time for me ever again. It's okay, because there's a lot of good games that aren't a top 10 game for me. Like, for I'm sure. Not, yeah, yep. so it's okay if that doesn't happen. And it's rare that, and it should be rare that that happens. For sure, yep. Agreed. Phantom Aegis writes, what are your favorite versions of your favorite mythological figures? Example. Note, these aren't my favorites, but are just some, the first ones that come to mind. Kyogre, the Pokemon, is their favorite Leviathan. Okay. Amy or Ami from Okami is their favorite Japanese goddess of the sun. I couldn't name a single Japanese goddess of the sun. (laughs) (laughs) Sutek from Doctor Who is the favorite Egyptian god of war, chaos and storms. I don't think I'm going to have a great answer of this. (laughs) Okay. I don't think I think of mythological figures that often, but. um, You know, Hades comes to mind. Those are some pretty great versions of those of the Greek characters. Those are great. I. okay, whatever. I'm going to give you the simp like anime fan answer. 
I think Shiva from Final Fantasy is my favorite depiction of God's name Shiva. Just like, like the stuff. Indian god? Yeah, Shiva? exactly. Even okay. though I don't know that she's based on that god. I don't know either, but, like, but I guess they, they have the same name. Blue? <laughs> and they have the same name. Yeah, I don't believe so, the Indian like, one has ice powers. Um, Loki from like the, the MCU is my favorite version of Loki that I've seen. Yeah, that's pretty good. I haven't seen many versions of Loki, but he is definitely He's, the best. Tom Hiddleston is just so good. Yeah. I really like Ragnarok's Thor. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm a big fan of him. Sure. Um, I really like it. their Odin, too, just like the kind of creep, but... I wouldn't say he's my favorite, so I guess that's not really an answer. Man, this is one I would have to like think. Yeah, I don't about, I don't so. have a great answer for this one off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh Comets Writer X writes with the 3DS and Wii U eShops closing by the time this is read on the podcast. Any favorite or worst memories of the devices to share? I think I talked about it on our game and no, our WarioWare Gold episode. But trying to uh-huh. transfer all of my stuff off of my launch 3DS onto that 2DS <laughs> I got was a nightmare. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I really, really liked when the 3DS came out and you just had like a bunch of old games. Like, oh. Oh, Street Pass. Street oh, my pass. God. Street Pass is, street pass is yeah. still so cool. Street Pass is something like, special. And I, I remember like going to PAX and just being like, I'm finally just going to get flooded with like Street Pass things. And you did. You would go back to your like every time you sat down, 10 more people. Let's go. Like you would, you would finish the day at your hotel being like, I've got 100 people, including like Reggie fils <laughs> Yeah. Or when they when they would send you them over the Internet, like here's a WADA. And he has like special gold pants because the, the Nintendo people have gold pants or whatever it was. Yeah, the Spot Pass was it? Spot Pass, yeah. Or when Spot they had pass. 3DS games, like the dungeon crawling one, where it's like you got to use your yeah. friends to like get, like Street Pass was so cool, and there's just like nothing like it anymore. I would, I would love to have like an app like that or something on my phone. I'm sure there is an app like that, and it's just nowhere near as cool because Nintendo didn't design it. And like thousands of people aren't using it at the same time in the same place or whatever. Yeah, right. Just not as cool. Yeah. Honestly, Street Pass is probably like my favorite thing about it. Yeah, Street Pass is definitely the best. Uh, One of the worst for me was finding out that the Wii U tablet, the thing I was kind of excited about that thing is that it like basically wouldn't work great in the next room over from the fucking TV. It's like, well, yeah. this sucks. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I had like any like really great moments. I mean, I, I like Game and Wario quite a bit, but, you know, that was just like a game. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah. Most of my favorite like. 3ds moments i keep thinking of are ds related like my fa- i don't think there's a, i have a favorite 3ds game a lot of the ones that really stand out to me were ds games yeah 
I loved NES Remix on the Wii U as too. I loved the Twitter account, like bad Meverse posts. Those were great too. Those are so funny. I got a lot of enjoyment out of that Twitter account. I didn't spend much time on the Meverse myself. Oh no, that's the Wii I was just about to say. There was like, remember remember how the Wii had like bespoke channels that Nintendo was putting (laughs) out? And it was like, one was like a voting channel. And for whatever reason, I was like, I would come home from school and it's like, all right, time to load up today's poll. And it's like, what do you prefer? Ketchup or mustard? And it's like, I like mustard. Cool. Can't wait to do this again in 24 hours. Holy shit. I had so much fucking free time in high school. (laughs) Right. (laughs) There is no way I would do that now. But like as a kid, it was like, holy shit. Every day I get a new poll. This is And I get to see like what percentage everyone in the world has voted on. Oh, man. It was a different time. Yeah. Now and, and now that's like as I'm saying it, that is the dumbest thing I can think of. <laughs> it's pretty great though. Uh okay, line back. In light of the RE4 remake. Oh, we basically answers would would you want a remake? What would you want out of a remake of six? Yeah, a good single player experience that isn't weird and drawn out. All basically. Right. Uh, VGC Kenny writes, let's say the Mario movie is successful enough that Illumination unveils its next secret project, the Smash Bros. Cinematic Universe. The end of phase one is going to be a fight against Master Hand. What other movies do you think would need to get made first? You need to get the Fire Emblem thing because you need dudes with swords because that's the whole experience of Smash Bros. I don't think you do Fire Emblem at all. (laughs) Absolutely not. I think I think you do like like the main like five like you get Samus. There's a Metroid movie. So you need to get Samus in there. Oh, yeah. And like it, Donkey all, Kong or something. Well, Donkey Kong's going to be in the oh, Mario he's in, one. Yeah, he's yeah. in Mario. That's Zelda, true. Zelda, you yeah. got to get Link in there. Kirby. Yeah, you Kirby definitely has Kirby to be in, in there. there. And then I think. Another Pokemon that like ties it in somehow. A, a, oh, yeah. A Pokemon I could see. I was trying to think like, do you get like another cutesy one? Like, do you try to get like Ness in there? But like Ness hasn't had a game in forever. I'm just trying to think what was yeah. like, the, like, it's going to be people from the core like from the first N64 Smash Bros, right? And like Ness, a movie with like Ness or any Earthbound characters or whatever would not be cute. <laughs> it would be terrible, like terrifying, probably. Yeah, I think you're right with like Pikachu. Yeah. Oh, right. oh, you know what? They could do Star Fox. They could do Star Fox. You're right. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. So it would absolutely be like those first. And then you start getting the more obscure ones. Fire Emblem would probably be like, the equivalent of the Disney Plus shows. They'll do like a show with Fire Emblem. Yeah. Um, they could yeah, do it. Makes sense. Like Smash Bros is so huge. They could do it. They could do it. But what then if again, you they did like a Fire Emblem CW type show. Like Gotham Knights or something. Oh, I, I like Fire Emblem. Why would you do that? <laughs> I don't want you to. I don't want that to happen. It would um, be funny. I mean, I'm sure there's a Fire Emblem anime that's already been done, so there's probably a show at one point. There's probably. no way it hasn't been done. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just They've been trying to get like a Zelda show or, or movie for years. Even Netflix was going to do one, right? And that still yeah. has been quiet for like four years now, so who knows? Yep. Uh, Rasterman writes, what's an athletic milestone you're proud of having accomplished? Do you think you'd be able to do it again? If none come to memory, do you have any in mind for the, um, for the future? 
These milestones include lifting a certain amount of weights, scoring a goal, touchdown, running a certain distance, or for X amount of time, among other similar genre. Uh, proud of? We used to have to do a yearly, like, five-kilometer run in elementary. And I've one year, I actually did run the whole five kilometers. Like, not nice. fast, obviously, but slow. And that was kind of crazy, because I don't think I've ever done that since. <laughs> okay <laughs> are you, so are, are you saying that's that would be a cool goal to have in the future uh like honestly even starting with like one to two or something like half of that would be amazing because the thing is is that years of smoking also didn't help like there's a lot right, of things sure. i've done in my body that would make getting there again really difficult right uh also like we played soccer and stuff and we went to finals and shit we didn't end up winning unfortunately but i've got goals and stuff and those are fine but not for a long time um i do lots of athletic stuff uh a lot of my team sports things have kind of finished now for obvious reasons um but i recently did a powerlifting competition and hit a new record on my lift, so that was exciting. Although I was a little disappointed because I felt like I could have gone heavier. Uh, so I wish I had actually, like, hit my limit. So I'm going to be lifting more shortly. Um, but, yeah, I'm always, like, breaking my lifting records at the moment, and that's that's exciting. Especially because, like, as I'm getting older, I know eventually I'm going to hit a point where I'm not going to be as strong, and I never will be as strong as, like, previous was. Um, right, yeah. So at the moment, I'm just trying to like see what I can get these numbers to before they start going down permanently. Sure. Makes sense. Our final question is from Hebrew Lantern. What bucket list item do you most regret not achieving? Going to E3. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that is was that... the genesis of this question. Motherfucker. <laughs> Because this is also like a weirdly worded one, because like if it's a bucket list item, why can't you achieve it? <laughs> right. <laughs> so something has to have happened to be like, no, you never have the chance to do it again. So E3 is not coming back. Yeah, I, I don't have a bucket list item that I regret not achieving currently. I also don't have a bucket list. <laughs> so. Really? There's nothing on your bucket list that you there, that, that can't be right. No. R- really? OK. Yeah. Like. What okay? What's something on yours? Eat an entire like party sub by myself. <laughs> I bring I bring that up like once a month. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, no, I guess I don't have anything like that. Even I would like, like to not travel even like kind of jokey. Every what do you mean jokey? I am serious, <laughs> sir. I I really um, think you could do that if you like wanted to. Uh, I just need to find a place that'll make it at this point. That yeah, but and they can't just be cut up. They have to make. They have to have the bread. They have to. It has to be comically long. Um, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I want to go to every continent. I think that would be awesome. Yeah, see stuff like that. I don't want to do. There was like one place I did want to go, and I went there. Okay. Yeah, and then I have specific countries I want to go to. So I have. I have lots of bucket list stuff. I'm a dreamer. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. That's it for questions. If you want to send in a question next week, top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's PO box. What's your game of the week? Resident Evil 4. And mine is have a nice death. 
Thanks everyone for nice. listening. We'll be back next week. And if you're a patron, hang around so we can talk about Metroid. Bye.